Nou ja, ons skakel oor na Gouzaad Koetsien, Otto, ons rechtsprogram wat nou tyd is en ons vraag altyd vir jou, neem deel gesel saam, jy kan altyd ons WhatsApp gebruik, 0828704496. Nou, hierdie rechtskolom word met trots aangebied dier Gouzaad Koetsien, Otto Prokureers. Bevoorinstaande rechtsadvies tegen bekostigbare tarieve, skakel Gouzaad Koetsien en Otto op 021-035-0317. Jy moet net onthou dat Radio Heldeberg of Gouzaad Koetsien Otto nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word, vir enige skade gelei uit hierdie wat voortspreid uit advies gegeen op hierdie rechtsgeloom program nie. Elke saak moet op sy eie merite hanteer word. Gousaad Koetsee in Otto is a law firm based in Somerset West providing legal assistance in family law, evictions, collection of debts and area levies, litigation, contracts, wills and estates, property transfers, labor law and most other legal fields at affordable rates. For more information, visit gcolaw.co.za or phone 021-035-0317 to schedule an appointment. Ons welkom terug weer vir Ian Koetsee. Morgen Ian, gaan het? Daar nie goed te jylle. Gaan goed, dankie man, gaan Mooi. goed. Ian, hier is my interessant gesprek vir oogend. Ek dink is omdat soveel mense wel met dit te doen kry, of jy aan die wer- hmm. werkgeverse kant is, of aan die werknemerse kant ja. is. So kom ons skop eerstens af, daar is een wet op basis het dienstvoorwaardes en dit sit verskye minimum termes uit een, waarvoor dienstverhouding dan nou moet vold, aan, aan moet voldoen. Wat so jy sê is die rede, die hoofrede achter dit? Wel, Dani, die realiteit is dat, weet, wanneer jy ons doen vir werk as een werknemer, het jy eindelijk baie min bedingingsmag, weet, mm-hmm. gevolgelijk kan jy makkelijk uitgebuid word dier een werkgever wat die houding in die geval is die reese terme en ek betaal het jou, of los het. Ja. weet, as jy het nie wil heen nie, weet, ons kan kyk, ons het een geweldige hoge werkloosheidscijfers, so daar is baie mense wat werk soek en daar is nie noodwendig baie werk nie, so dit is baie makkelijk vir een werkgever om te sê, weet, my way with mm-hmm. the highways, as nou so kan stel, en so die basisse of die minimum voorwaardes is bykie beskerming vir een werknemer, mm-hmm. omdat die wanbalans van macht daar nou bestaan tussen die werkgever en die werknemer, en dit kan natuurlijk ook teruggetrek van artikel 23 van die grondwet, wat bepaal dat elke vir ons die recht op billike en rechtvaardige of redelike arbeidspraktijk is, so dis ook om maar daai behoefte aan wetgeving ontstaan het, het om daai wanbalans bykie meer in beheer te brengen. Om beide bykie net die machtig gee ook, jy weet, ja, dat jy ja, net ja. aan een kant leen nie. Ja. Hmm. So Ian, before you go into the main protection offered by this legislation, can you just quickly tell us whether these acts apply to the every working person or if it's excluding certain people? Well, Lucia, first and foremost, you have to be an employee to enjoy okay. protection under this act. Uh, it seems obvious, but the importance is mainly that it it means that an independent contractor does not uh, have protection under this legislation. Now, okay. this is important be- because we often see employers try to use wording in employment contracts so that people working for them will be independent contractors and therefore excluded from the legislation or from the act yes. and that will then mean there are less legal requirements that the employer has to uh, comply with okay. I don't want to deviate too much for, from our topic but by talking about the test about whether someone is in fact an independent in contract or an employee but I do want to state that even though the employer may attempt by means of inserting certain wording or phrases mm. in a contract to make it seem as if a person is an independent contractor, a court will look at a variety of objective factors regarding the functioning of the person whilst doing his work. And he might still come to the conclusion that that person is in fact an employee and not an independent contractor. Other people to which the Act does not apply are members of the South African National Defense Force, mm-hmm. unpaid volunteers, uh, or people working for a charitable organization, 
and people who are employed on vessels at sea, they will be subject to certain, you know, merchant shipping legislation. Okay, that's very interesting. Mm. Jan, kom ons gaan bykie in hierdie minimum termes, en ek weet daar is paar, paar van hulle. Ek wil graag raak aan die, en wat ek denk nogal redelijk baie opkom, en dis die werksure. Ja. So wat is die belangrijkste bepalings volgens, um, volgens die werksure, as ons kyk na minimum termen? Daar nie gewone toelaatbaar ure wat persoon mag werk in die week is 45. Dit word verder gekwalificeerd dat sê dat as jy 5,5 minder in die week werk, mm-hmm. dan mag jy ook nie langer as 9 ure per dag werk nie. So, as jy vir meer as 5 dagen in die week werk, is die maximum ure per dag wat jy mag werk 8 ure. Mm-hmm. So, as illustratie, iemand wat van 8 tot 5 werk met uur eet tussenin, ja. werk 8 uur per dag, en ja. dan hy maandag tot vrijdag werk, en dan is het 40 uur per week. So iemand wat tot 6 uur toe werk, met uur eet tussenin, ja. gaan van maandag tot vrijdag reeds bij sy 45 uur uitkom. So as jy 40 uur werk, as jy 8 tot 5 met die uur eet tussenin werk, dan kan je in theorie gevraag word, om langer te bly, om werk te voltooi, sonder dat het dan weer nog op oortijd sal neerkom. Ja. Maar die contract sluit baie keer so bepaling in en sal dus nie strijdig wees met de baas. Die baie van die contract sê ons nou, jy mag versoek word om bykie oortijd te werk. Yes. Um, en dis hoekom. So, so, so dis hoekom, kan jou baas vir vraag, jy moet op saterdag inkom paar goeders doen. Ja, so dit is basis werk. omdat jy 45 uur mag. Weet jy mag 45 uur werk, ja. Ok. Ja. Dit is toch ons interessant om dit te weet, nee, want employees, jy denk altyd as jy tot 6 uur werk, dan is dit oortijd. Yes, so employees uh-huh. are sitting in the car saying no. And, <laughs> and, and the employees are driving to work saying like, yes. <laughs> Saturday work. Wat <laughs> 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 interessant. So ok, so uh, dit is eerst oortijd wanneer ons dan nou 45 uur oorgaan. Dis correct, Dani, die wet bepaal ook, dan verder dat jy nie meer as drie ure per dag oortijd mag werk nie. Okay. En ook nie meer as tien ure oortijd in enige gegewe week nie. Sjo, ok. So, dis dis so, ook da- nogal iets om in, in uh, ja, acht te neem. Ja, dit mag geen ons al gedachte hou. Let ook daarop dat daar mag omstandighede bestaan in die hmm. lijn van werk, in lijn van die bezigheid waarin jy is. Wat maak dat partijker moet een werknemer sekere dag langer ure moet werk, as die ander dag werk. Mm-hmm. So, waar die persoon dan op een sekere dag langer as 9 ure moet werk, kom ons sê 12 ure werk. Dan is dit ook die maximum wat jy per dag mag werk, 12 ure dag, mm-hmm. dan sal die 3 ure extra nie noodwendig oortijd wees nie. Die eerste voorwerp jy moet natuurlijk die 45 ure oorskry nie. Ja. So, dat jy daar vandag 12 ure gewerk moet. Dit beteken, daar kan die 45 uur die oorskijn, dan gaan het oortijd word. So as hy 12 uur werk vandag, dan gaan jy iwers 3 uur moet aftrek. Ek hoor, ja. In die week. Donderdag bykie minder werk. Donderdag of vrijdag bykie ja. minder werk. Die tweede voorwaarde is dat, um, dit is beperkt tot 12 uur per dag, mm-hmm. jy mag jy langer 12 uur per dag werkie, en die werkgever die werknemer moet dan ooreengekom het, dat jy soms langer uur gewerk, maar dit sal wees uit in die contract staan, dat die arts van die werk gaan jy op soek word, die feit dat jy dan jou contract geteken het, by implikatie het jy ingestem, dat jy weet, ja. elke dag, dan gaan jy bykie langer moet werk. Dit hang definitief van die aard van jou bezigheid ook ja. af, is anders daar, so, is het, ek vat nou sê nou maar, um, het trouwe, jylle doen trouwe, so jy weet, het mm. is morgen, is die trouwe, en ons moet klaarmaak, jy weet, en as jy sê, oké, okay, maandag ja. kan jy bykie minder werk, vandag moet ons hierdie klaar kry, ja. dit is so type geval. And uh, for Sundays, and especially with all the public mm, holidays yes, coming up, yes, let us yes. hear how it works. Well, the rate for overtime is one and a half times that of your normal rate of employment. Okay. So wages for Sunday, a bit more complicated. Uh, if you don't normally work on a Sunday, then you must get paid double at your normal rate. Mm-hmm. 
if you do normally work on Sundays, then you must be paid one and a half times your normal rate on, of other days. Okay. As far as public holidays are concerned, if an employee does not work on a public holiday, must still receive remuneration at normal rate. Everybody takes it for granted. It's a public holiday Monday. We didn't go to work. But you are still, your employer can't deduct the day's wage from you at okay. the end of the month salary. You'd still get your normal employment rate. If you don't work in the public holiday and the public holiday falls on a day that you normally would have worked, then you've got to be remunerated at double your normal rate. Okay. Mm. If you work on a public holiday and that public holiday, is for, public holiday falls on a day that the employee would not normally have worked on, then you must receive remuneration equal to your daily wage plus remuneration for the hours worked on that day calculated at your normal rate uh, sure. for that employee. So if the public holiday falls on a Sunday, it's basically... If you work normally from Mondays to Fridays, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, Sunday, like now, is yes. a public holiday. Your boss says, look, we've got a big project. You've got to come in on Sunday. So you don't normally work on a Sunday and it's a public holiday. You've got to get paid extra for that day. Let's say you only work for four hours on Sunday. You've got to get paid an extra day's wage. Plus, you've got to get paid for those, for those four hours that you actually worked. Okay. No, sure. Now it's worth it. Okay, are there certain employees in respect of which these sections of the Act are excluded? Yes, we said earlier that certain people are excluded from the Act in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, certain people only enjoy some protection afforded by the Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sections with regards to working hours, paying of overtime, and payment for work on Sundays and public holidays aren't applicable to these people. The first example of these groups of people are people who are employed for less than 24 hours in the month by that employer. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you also work for someone else. If for that employer you work less than 24 hours a month, then the employer is obliged... Yeah, then you you have to adhere to these sections of the Act. So perhaps I must just state that people often have a misperception with regards to a casual laborer. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a term that we found in the old Basic Conditions of Employment Act. Mm -hmm. There's no similar term in the current Act. The nearest we have to this term in the new Act is this limited applicability of the Act to people who work less than 24 hours in a month. So other people that are also not... Um, fall under these sections are senior managerial employees and sales staff who travel to the premises of clients and who therefore regulate their own working hours. All right. Hmm. Okay, so then lastly, I think that we must touch on this because I think uh, everyone has maybe thought about putting in those extra days now Mm. coming up or a day (laughs) in between and then you get a long week or so forth. When we look at leave, what is an employee entitled to? You're entitled to at least at least 21 consecutive days sure. of leave on full remuneration in respect of every 12-month cycle that you've mm-hmm. worked. Now, the 21 days include Saturdays and Sundays. Is that for everyone? Or well, that's, that's, that's the minimum. Oh. Yes, it's a minimum standard, 21 oh, days. Okay. But it said the 21 days, that's, and that's for every 12 months. Yes. You're entitled to 21 leave days. But that, twi- those 21 days includes Saturdays and Sundays. Oh. So if you work from Monday to Friday... That would mean three works leave, mm-hmm. three, three weeks three leave weeks that, leave, that yes. you would be entitled to. Okay. It doesn't include public holidays. So there's a public holiday in between. That's an extra day. Mm-hmm. That's why Christmas holiday is normally so long. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you're granted additional days leave on a public holiday. Yeah. Despite the act referring to consecutive days, mm-hmm. it does allow the employer to deduct 
days that you've taken in between other days from those 21 days. So let's say there's a public holiday on a Thursday. You put in leave on the Friday, Friday. to make it a nice long weekend. Yeah. Yes. That Friday can be deducted from your 21 days. Yes. So you can't now say later on I want 21 days consecutively. Mm-hmm. It also allows for the parties to agree when and how the leave is to be taken. Um, if you don't agree it, then the employer has a discretion to determine when you are allowed to take leave. That's why I have to fill in the leave slip and you've got to get permission. Mm-hmm. So the result is that we, in a lot of indus- industries, we find that the employer says, there's a certain time of year that the business closes down. You have to take your leave then. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you don't really have a say about it. Yeah. You have to take your leave then. Dit is interessant. Nee, ek het gedink altyd, dit is 15 dagen, en dit is dit, maar nou, jy sê ook, dit is jou saterdag en zonde ingesluit. Ja, die 15, so, sabas is 15 werksdaal weer. Ja, 15 werksdaal dan. Ian, baie, baie dankie, hier is my rechtig interessante, en omdat dit so, ek wil sê, dit is huis, jy weet jy, want jy allemaal is een werknemer, werkgever, en jy het altyd met dit te doen, nou is definitief dat jy vir al jy aan die einde van die jaar, wat jy wonder oor jou vakantie daar, wat jy gevat het, of jou siek mm. lief, en al daar, die begoed is, hoeveel het jy oor, enzovoort. So, dit is baie interessant. As jy wil meer weet, kontak hulle geris, hulle is hier in, so my sê, wees 021-035-0317, wie is hulle, gauzaad koetsie en otto, en moet nie uitmis op daie geleentheid nie. Ian, baie baie dankie, ons gesels weer volgende week. Ons maak so daar nie, sien jylle dan. Goed gaan. Hierdie rechtskolom was met trots aangebiedeer, gauzaad koetsie en otto prokureers vir voorinstaande rechtsadvies teen bekostigbare tariewe. Skakel gauzaad koetsie en otto op 021-035-0317. Jy moet net onthou, dat Radio Helderberg of Gauzaad Koetsie en Otto nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word vir enige skade geluid wat voortspreid uit advies gegee in hierdie rechtskolom program nie. Elke saak moet op sy eie merite hanteer word.